0: Welcome back to another episode of Marketing Off the Mat. It's Jessica, and I am here with part two of I Quit. This is part two of a two part series that I am diving into my quitting story in my day job and fully stepping into my purpose. So, in episode, uh, the last episode, I'll say <laughs> part one of I Quit, you know, I really talked about how I stepped in, how I'm ready to serve and uh, the abundance and the prosperity mindset that I'm stepping into. So I can also share that with you. And that's where I'm coming from in my business. And part two is going to be all about how I quit and it's not what you think. So I love when people tell their stories about leaving their day jobs and stepping into their own business, I I always just pour over those. If I see it on podcasts. I'm like, yeah, I want to hear your story. It's fascinating to me. So I'm going to share mine with you in hopes that um, it's helpful and hopes that uh, if this is something that you're thinking about for the future, that it serves in some way. We all have our own unique experiences in in this arena and in stepping away from a more traditional role and into your own business and I think it's really powerful when people share a little peek behind the curtain on how it went for them so that's what I'm going to do today and it's not what you think I'll just say that my story is a bit different um, in, in how I actually came to a point where I was ready to quit um, I have, if you listen to part one, you heard a little bit about this. I came from a corporate background. I have ever since I graduated college, I have been so fortunate and to have amazing experiences and opportunities to work in events and marketing for several fortune 500 brands. And it's so crazy. This, I'm just a little girl from Amarillo, y'all. I'm from a small town in the Texas Panhandle originally. And I rarely left that area before I moved after college. And of course, we went on little trips, but honestly, it was pretty minimal, mostly in Texas or in uh, the surrounding states. A couple of little vacations to Mexico as a kid, of course. And that was very grateful for it and lots of fun. But I didn't have a big view of the world and until I left college and I had a really awesome opportunity to jump into a job that I just feel so lucky to have had because I feel like it was part of the catalyst that really piqued my interest so after graduating with a mass communications degree and a focus in advertising and public relations i stepped into an events job for a a large beverage company and i worked 100 remote i worked i worked from home in 2007 which is crazy because that really wasn't as common then Um, so I, I felt like a bit of a pioneer in that way, if you will, but it was, it was great. It was my first dip, dipping my toe into, into the corporate world. And it was very Non-traditional in that role as it was, but I really got to kind of get the peek behind the curtain as far as you know what is it like to work for a big corporation? Um, what drives them? What's the process like? What are my bosses thinking about? And how are they getting clear on what events we're supporting and 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 uh, and bringing into the world? Through the brand and what's the story that we're telling and there was this the first brand story that i really understood outside of college was the brand story behind the beverages that we were promoting and they got you know we got really really deep into the ica or the ideal client avatar and who who is this person that we're serving what are their desires their challenges their likes their dislikes who are they at their core and i really got clear on who this brand was serving. And I embodied it in a lot of ways. That was really my first, my first exploration in in the, in the professional world and, and, in understanding how all of this worked. And it was fascinating to me from there. I moved into a few different event roles. I worked in, in Las Vegas for a hotel group there, which was very delved into the the print aspect of marketing so the advertising side as well as some really nice really nice event opportunities to work on some nationally produced and televised events that were taking place over new year's in in las vegas and that was super cool just getting to understand the broadcast side of things and the day-to-day casino operations and working for a hospitality brand uh, for the first time so i really got to dive into that and it was a lot of the same, but also very different from my first career job, my first career experience. From there, I moved into a freelancing role. It was, uh, it was with the time of the recession and, uh, my husband and I were living and who was my fiance at the time we were living in Detroit, Michigan. And that was the first time that I had actually lived that far North. And we were a bit of fish out of water experience because it was unlike any place that we'd ever lived. We didn't have a network built in. Uh, it It was completely different. And it was really, really tough for me to get a job without having a network already built. And lots of lessons learned there, I, but I did get to freelance um, as a production assistant or a PA on a couple of shoots and started to build my network before we moved to Austin. And, you know, here in Austin, I hopped into my most recent corporate position at an events and really diving into understanding the internal client versus the external client and it's not all that different it's really getting clear on who they are what they need what their pain points are and delivering an emotional need to them solving a problem for them that's what i ended up doing and from you know lots of different lenses so from small intimate events to big, large scale, high budget events. It was a blast. And I got to work on some external uh, uh, events as well that were really, really exciting and a ton of work. I don't think I've ever worked so hard as I have in, in this most recent job. And I'm so grateful for it. I can't even tell you because it's all of those experiences. It's all of those late nights. It's all of those frustrating conversations where we grow. It's having those elating experiences where you feel like on top of the world because you see your work delivering that promise that emotional response to that one single person in a crowd of many. You see their eyes light up. You see that you, all of the work, all of the late nights almost fall away because it delivered, it worked. And it's so beautiful. So all of that experience comes into why I quit, part number two. And I gotta tell you, it's not what you think. I don't, and I didn't before I quit. I don't have every I dotted and I don't have every T crossed. I'm going to tell you that. What that means is I'm not pulling in a six-figure or even five-figure client base. Like I don't have that yet. I don't have a massive amount of contracts lined up as I think I normally would would prefer to have. And it's okay. I let this really long to-do list, this really long... Okay, once I check this off the I'm ready list, I can quit my job. And I have to say, letting that go and saying, you know what? I'm I'm okay with an amount of money I've saved. I'm okay with the network that I have built. I am good with the beautiful clients that I already have. I am ready to step in fully and allow the universe to respond to me. It's an energetic exchange, just like we talk about in our yoga, our meditation, our energy working sessions. It's an energy exchange. And instead of wrapping my brain around this basically arbitrary list of things that would make me, quote unquote, ready to quit, I finally just made space I finally just said you know what now's the time it's now it's it's not in a month it's not next year it's now and that is after many 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 years of thinking it was it was now I finally got the response back in my body when I decided to yes this is the right time of peace of calm of openness expansiveness spaciousness to to step in and it finally responded and I am responding back I am stepping in and I have to say this is even though I work I work in energy I I am a sound healer as well as a yoga teacher and I get energetics on that level, but when it comes to the left brain side of me where, you know, it's, I was talking to my friend Erica earlier, you know, the, the feminine, the masculine, masculine energy this masculine side of me is like, we have to have a pipeline of everything lined up for us, right? We have to have that before we're ready, that's it. It's either black or white, there's no in between. And when I kind of let that go and said, instead opened my palms and said, okay, I'm ready. I'm finally ready. I'm feeling this response back from the universe. It says, great, we've been waiting. So like I said, it's not what you think. It's not that I had this whole list, this checkbox, everything, checkboxed everything on this list for me to be ready, because I don't think it works like that. Every big move, of course you have to do things, and I'm not telling you, just yourself out and quit your job. I'm not saying that. So don't, don't come back and say, Jess, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying because I did save money. I do have an idea and I do have a proof of concept. I know where I'm headed. I do have a network and I do have a lot of trust and belief in myself. So I do have some of those things on the list, but it is not this at what's arbitrary number in my bank account, this arbitrary number of clients or dollars coming into my bank account for my business every month. It's not what you think. So it's going to be different for everybody. I'll just say that too. And, you know, when I, when I quit, I honestly felt as if everyone was going to be really mad at me. And I know that's really silly. It doesn't even make sense as I say it now, but I was just so sure that my team was going to be really upset that my stakeholders were going to not like me or not, not want to stay connected to me anymore, even though we've been together for over a decade. And I was just so sure that this decision was singling me out as a loner from here on out. And it's not been that, it's not been the case at all. I've had people reach out Who I've not spoke to in a while. I've had people that I would speak to on a regular basis set up lunches and contact me, and you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm believing that the people who want to stay, who are truly my friends, will stay, and I'm good with that. I'm good with this culling of, of time and energy spent with people that aren't truly around for me. If that makes any sense, I was so sure that the world was going to end. And it didn't. And those people still love me. And those people are still my friends. And I'm so grateful for that. The other thing that it happened, not like you think, is it was almost a a release or a sigh of relief from management instead of a, oh no, (laughs) don't leave. And maybe there was some of that, but when you kind of when you kind of know it's time to move on, your energy is projecting in that way. And it was clear to them that it was, it was also like, it was my time. It was, we've amicably met our, our, the end of this partnership in this way, in this season. And it's time for somebody else to have this opportunity. It's somebody, it's the, it's the time for me to step aside to allow someone else to have these experiences so they can grow and they can help impact the company in in a fresh and new way as it goes into this new season. So it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as I was expecting, I've got to say. And also there are some people that didn't really care that much, that I I just had built it up, that it was going to be a big thing. And they were kind of like, oh, that's cool. And that was that, you know, of course, we're happy for you. And that was that. So I'll offer that up as if it's something in your head where you're like, man, I just know I'm gonna disappoint people. I'm gonna say, at least from my experience, that didn't seem to be the case. People were excited for me, they were happy for me, they're supportive. And the people that stayed are the people that I want to be with. There's the people that I want to continue friendships with and, and you know, maybe future partnerships with down the road you never know what might come from that experience. But I'll just say, if you're worried about what people are going to think of you, people are so worried about themselves. I say this in yoga all the time as I'm teaching. People are more worried about their tree pose than your tree pose. I'm going to say that. People are more worried about themselves and their role and how you're leaving brings up the stuff about maybe how they were thinking about leaving or if they needed to make a change. It was much more about them than it was about me, which surprised me, but it's such a good lesson. And it comes back to pretty much everything. We're very focused on ourselves. We're very focused on how we, how we are perceived, how we look, how people perceive us or everybody else is actually thinking the same thing about themselves. So it wasn't that bad. (laughs) It wasn't bad at all, actually. And I feel so much freedom from letting go of, of all of those expectations around what people were going to think of me. So if that's something you're worried about, I'll just say from my experience, it, it, it really was much more spacious than I expected. So That's my quit story, that's my I quit my day job story, part two, and I hope it was helpful, I hope it was um, expansive and maybe eye opening in some ways that can relate to your specific situation. And if you are in a similar situation that I am or that I was, I'd love to hear from you. I would love to talk about this. If there's any way that I can support you, please feel free to reach out uh, in the DMs. It's at JessicaCross.co on Instagram. I'd love to support you. I would love to help from a mindset standpoint if there is somewhere that you're stuck or you're not exactly sure uh, how to frame these more difficult conversations or how to, Pump yourself up to do it. (laughs) Hit me up in the DMs. Like, just as someone who's been there, I totally get it. And I would love to support you. So that's my I quit story. I hope it helps. I hope that you are leaning into taking care of your own mindset, taking care of the things that you need to take care of, letting go of that. I have to have all these things ready before I can do what I'm meant to do because. Time goes fast, friends, and we don't have enough of it. So lean into what you need to do to take care of you. And if moving into fully working for yourself in a full and true way is for you, I'm here to support you. Take good care. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Off the mat podcast. I love hanging with you as we figure this thing out together. Do you have an idea or something to share with me? Send me a DM on Instagram and at justcacross.co and let me know what's on your mind. I'd be so grateful if you shared this with someone who could use this episode. And if you get a chance, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Catch you on the next episode. See ya.